Chapter 1 The Sources The Narrator First of all, a couple of words about my great-uncle, the shining light and joy of our early childhood. There is so much more to say about him than I can remember. The subject is so vast that it stretches far past the reaches of both my memory and my understanding. Now that I'm trying to tell his story, the gaps have become even more evident. He was an idol to my twin brother Sasha and me when we were small. We worshipped him. Sometimes when I looked at him as we sat there at the kitchen table, I had the feeling that the world wasn't big enough for the awe I felt. He taught us all about our extended family, he described things we youngsters knew nothing of and couldn't possibly have known, and he initiated us all in the countless mysteries revealed to him by voices from beyond the grave. He was a fabulous storyteller. He forever enticed us with his seemingly inexhaustible supply of spellbinding anecdotes, enchanted us, and made us laugh. Whenever he turned up, always unexpectedly, the ordinary days of our lives suddenly became celebrations. Sasha and I, otherwise always in constant conflict, immediately made a sort of tacit truce. Everyone called him Fernando, an exotic name suggesting he might have been some kind of Spanish aristocrat. Everyone, that is, except our paternal grandmother, who merely called him Franci. His real name was Franz Scharf. Grandmother's contempt for Fernando was fierce and inextinguishable. I never understood why, at least not until much later. The reason for her attitude was a dark, impenetrable mystery. It might even have been that Grandmother herself had suppressed it. Whatever the case, she resisted all attempts at reconciliation and never made any secret of her feelings. Of course, she never accused him directly of anything improper or malicious. But on the other hand, whenever the occasion presented itself, she was quick to remind us that he was not really related to us. He'd done nothing more than marry one of her countless cousins, and the least attractive of them all to boot. My great-uncle's close relationship with us was his way of dealing with his lonely existence. His wife and their teenage daughters, the twins Ansi and Mansi, had gone billowing up in smoke through tall chimneys. It's a very sad thing, he said one day, seeking to catch our eyes, but that's just how it is. I remember that day clearly. It was October 24th. The pale autumn sunshine filtered through the curtains. Then suddenly the color of the sky shifted from bright to dark. My great-uncle made a little choking sound and began to weep. The air in our apartment was heavy with the smell of burned porridge, one of grandmother's specialties. Fernando's tears would not stop. His shoulders shook and his eyes were red. You see, that very day was his daughter's birthday. He opened his mouth to speak, but some sort of coughing fit interrupted and words failed him. He never raised the subject after that day but my twin brother Sasha and I understood. On another occasion he confided to us in very measured tones and almost in a whisper that he had loved a woman his whole life long, just one woman more than anything in the world. We immediately grasped the fact that she couldn't have been his wife because a moment later he added, 
and she was the very one I could never have. But her affection for me was enough. The kitchen door was standing open, and my great-uncle was glancing surreptitiously at Grandmother as she stood before the stove, talking to herself. For some reason I started to grin. Perhaps I understood intuitively that this was his roundabout way of giving us a glimpse of what he carried in his heart. My Liebeskind, don't you laugh. Loving her was the only good thing I've ever done in my life. No doubt you think it's strange for an old man like me to cherish a passion. But when everything else falls away, it dries up and disappears. When one is battered and finally overcome by the pitiless onward march of time, the flames of love continue to burn in one's heart until the day one dies. Even though my great-uncle was not a blood relation, he knew everything about our ancestors, even those from long, long...